Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, we are back. It is time for the picks. Boomer's already told you we've got a lot of games that are uh, something. This is going to be challenging. Let's get to it. Picks of the week. And it starts with a game that nobody in America wanted, so we put it on a boat and sent it overseas. <laughs> the Jags minus two and a half against the Broncos in London. You take it, England. Oh, man, that's right. I, you know what? I'm going to go with the Jags here, and I'm going to go with the Jags because I just I still believe in ter- Trevor Lawrence. I'm not worried about him. I think he's getting better. Um, he's not there yet, and I do like the fact that uh, – you know, Travis Etienne is a legitimate running back. And, you know, they have so many guys on defense, Mike, that they are fast. They're just out of position sometimes. And this team is going to be good in the next couple of years. But I just don't like the offense no. of the Denver Broncos at all. No, and I, I got ahead of myself with the Jags. I was excited. I, Peterson probably needs a year. But you can see it. They're going to be good. They had no business losing last week. Fun fact, if the Broncos lose, Nathaniel Hackett may come home in a box. Honestly, that's not a fun fact. Well, I'm just saying he might get he might get brown. No, he may get brown bagged by by ownership. Oh, come on. Well, you heard what their GM George Patton came out and said this week. And if you buy that, I'll say I I got a bridge I can sell you for fourteen dollars. Oh, he better be in their back pockets because if he's not, then you know what good is he? What decision making he made? They're both gone at the end of the year. You think so? I do. All right. We, we'll save it. we got plenty of shows to do. Eagles laying 10.5 against the Steelers. You know, the problem with the Eagles, and uh, I think you said this, and I look at it, um, is that they don't play a second half. No, they're half a bagel. I don't know what's going on with them. Now, they're coming off the bye, and, you know, like I always tell you, when teams go on the bye, the coaches do their work, and they self-scout, and they look at things that uh, teams do well and things that they don't do well. It's one of the reasons why Andy Reid is so good when he comes off a bye. So next week – Bet him. I don't even know who they're playing, but next week, bet him because they're on the bye this week. Uh, and I think Nick Sirianni is the right coach, and I like who the Eagles are. Uh, I'm going to lay the 10-and-a-half here uh, against the Steelers because Kenny Pickett has been turning turning the yes. ball over way too much. Yeah, I'll, I'll – you know what? Here's what I would – I would just tell you you're better off going Eagles first half minus 6-and-a-half, but I know that's not what we're doing here. I will go with Boomer on this. 
Heaven help me. This team, please show up in the second half, okay? Patriots minus two and a half at the Jets. What? Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots here, and uh, I'll give the points to the Jets. And the reason I say that is because I'm not totally sold on Zach Wilson and the way that he's playing. There it is. Well, his game last week against the Broncos scared me. I mean, it should. You know, he's 4-0 in his last four games as a starting quarterback, and he's not turning the ball over. That's the good thing. That's one of the things you've got to break a young quarterback from doing. That's what the Steelers have to do with Kenny Pickett. Stop turning the ball over. And so at least Zach Wilson has done that. But he scares me when he breaks the pocket and runs around and tries to be like Brett Favre because he's not Brett Favre yet. There were a couple throws in Denver. Let's just say they were turnover worthy, and he got very lucky. It'll catch up. His inaccuracy is what bothers me yeah. most. He had a couple of guys that were open last week, and he missed them. And uh, you know, I think I don't, I can't imagine that Belichick and the offense of the Patriots are going to have four turnovers in this game like they did on Monday night. Yeah, I'll I'll go with you with the Patriots, and I kind of think both New York teams are due. They're great stories. They're well coached, but I mean, they're kind of flying a little close to the sun. Our man Arthur. Atlanta laying four, hosting Carolina, the P.J. Walker experience. Yeah, which was amazing. What a game they played last week. What a credit to the team. What a real credit to the team to destroy Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and to Steve Wilkes, their coach. You know, he's all he got rid of Robbie Anderson. They traded Christian McCaffrey, and the team really responded. It oh, was, and the owner basically remarkable. said you have next to no chance of getting this job. Exactly. You have to do something incredible. Maybe they're in the midst of doing that, but I'm not going to go with them this week. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I love Atlanta as a dog, but I don't know that I like him as a field goal north of four. I'm gonna I'm gonna go free roll here. I'm gonna take the Panthers. Let's go right now. You you want a scary game? You may as well flip a coin on this puppy. Raiders minus one and a half at New Orleans. All right, and now I know Andy Dalton's starting for the Saints, but we're gonna see Taysom Hill, and we're gonna see a yep. lot of him. Uh, they seem to be successful when he lines up at quarterback, and whether it's running the football or even jump passing and throwing it. He makes plays. But the Raiders, you know, they needed the game last week against Houston. They had to save their season. They did that. This is a continuation of that. I'm going to stay with the Raiders and Derek Carr. And Devontae Adams now all of a sudden is starting to get back in the Mm -hmm. mix for the Raiders, which I like. And, he, you know, the Saints have so many injuries on offense. I just do not trust Andy Dalton not to turn the ball over. No, and I'm I'm with you. And and obviously I wish we could wait until game time to make the pick. Lattimore's injury – fundamentally has changed the way the Saints can play defense. And if you don't have Lattimore against Devontae Adams, get ready for 15 targets. I'm going to lean Lattimore will be compromised. I'm going to go Raiders here. Okay. This one, uh, get ready for this one because this could be my dumbest take of the week. Cowboys (laughs) laying nine and a half against the Bears. Go ahead. You know, I I don't think you have a lot of dumb takes. I know you think you, you do. Uh, but if you want me to start taking them down and keeping score, I will. Yeah, I'll sure. be more than happy. We'll, we'll do to. a receipt show for Christmas. Yeah, we'll, take yeah, them we'll down keep it receipts. Yeah, everybody's keeping receipts. Go ahead. Uh, I like the Cowboys here. Um, uh, I like yes. the Cowboys because um, their defense uh, should be all over Justin Fields. They do have the speed to stop him and force him into mistakes. And even though Dak didn't really do much last week, I think he'll be more comfortable this week. And I'm just wondering where the mindset of the Bears locker room is. There it is. I, and I, the reason I said is I never call for blowouts. The NFL, these are all professionals. Everyone's out there fighting for bread on their table. I never talk about blowouts. This is a spot I think the Cowboys drop a bomb on the Bears. And, and it's, it's, it's a horse racing term. Second off the layoff. Dak was rusty last week. Yep. This, I think the Bears come in flat. That Robert, uh, The Robert Quinn trade, Cowboys all day. 
Oh, God. Here we go. Dolphins laying three and a half at the Lions. Here we go. And the Lions defense can't really stop anybody, but I thought they played really well against the Cowboys last week. They did. Um, I don't know what what got into them. I don't know if it was Aaron Glenn self-scouting. I'm not really sure. You know one thing they did? What did they do? They moved Aiden Hutchinson to the weak side of the formation, got him away from the tight end, got him isolated. He played a little better. Right. Okuda, believe it or not, back from the dead, played really well. Look, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to sell something here. I know, I know what you're trying to sell. <laughs> I'm trying to sell something. Um, you know, and and by quite frankly, you know, Tua and the Dolphins didn't score in the second half against the Steelers. And he looked lost, Boomer. He well, looked lost in the last two, two, three quarters. Well, he's missed like three games, you know. So you got to get you got to get the whole mental aspect of the game back. You got to understand what it t- takes to play four quarters. Hopefully, it has nothing to do with any hits that he's taken. Oh God! But I am. I'm, I think the Dolphins are going to win the game, but I'm going to go with the Lions at home as the dog. Dude, this is such personal growth, man. I'm proud of you. Passion, drive, and patience—what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Taking a rat dog. Like this this yes. flies in the face of what you normally do. I'm taking a lion's. I think this is just a spot where like again, you can't lose every game. It's week 8 and a lot of crazy things happen. And again, your co- hey, the owner came out you know, vote of confidence in Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. I don't know, man. I just – you don't lose every game. Can, what? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Like, like, who is actually owning the Lions right now? Sheila Ford Hamp. Okay. It is William and Martha's daughter. All right, okay. And it's a real blessing. All right, let's move on. I'll take the Lions getting three and a half because you don't want to get me started on that ownership. Vikings minus three and a half hosting the Cardinals. You know, if it were less than three and a half, if it were three, it's probably going to be a push. Uh-huh. This game's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be up and down. One of these teams is going to win by a field goal at the end, and I think the Vikings will win the game, but that would make the Cardinals a cover here. I will take the Cardinals. Yeah, and the Vikings as a favorite their last five, one and four against the number. Cousins does not cover. And you know what? Atlanta, 10 days to prepare. Maybe we get good Kyler. I don't know. I'm taking Arizona. <sighs> God help me with this next one. Titans laying two and a half to the Texans. You're asking for a lot of help from God these days. I know. And I don't go to church. That's a bad combo. Go and ahead. I don't mean to do this to you. And I know this line, man, this line feels to me like it should be like six points in exactly. favor of the Titans as opposed to two and a half. So what does somebody know that we don't know? I thought early in the week it was the Tannehill injury where he was in a boot, was a limited participant, but then... Look, he's out of the boot now. I-, I thought it meant Malik Willis was starting, Boomer. All right, did you see what Josh Jacobs did to the Texans' defense last week? Uh, yes, toss sweep left, toss sweep right. <laughs> All right, guess what the Titans are going to do? Toss sweep left, toss sweep right. Why? Because you have Derrick Henry. I'm taking the Titans. All right, you know what? Let's have some fun. I- I'm gonna. I'm just going to test the theory, and if you want, you put dinner on it. 
whatever you want to do. This uh, is what I call a receipt game for this you. Is, this is fine. Put the receipt down. Okay. Any restaurant, any cuisine, any budget, you pick the date. I'm here in New York. We make it happen. We're going to Cipriani. Done. I'll take the Texans. Okay. You're not going to scare me. Okay. I'll take the Texans. I want to test the theory. The ratty, This is the Island of Misfit Toys from the Rudolph special. All right. Right here. Give me the Texans. Got an island of misfit toys. Worst case, it's dinner. Best case, it's one of the greatest rat dog plays of the year for me. All right. All right. <laughs> Colts minus three against the Commanders. How do you even gauge Ellinger Heineke? You know what? Uh, Heineke beat uh, Aaron Rodgers last week, and he wants the job back. He wants to win. He wants to be the starting quarterback at the Commanders. He wants to t- make sure everybody knows. And I love this about this kid. He's a fighter. That, that he's just not just some guy off the street that, that that's going to win games. I mean, he's going to fight and he's going to and he's going to run around. and He's going to make plays. The biggest problem for the uh, I think the Colts is their defense has played really well. I don't think that Ellinger is going to be turning the ball over as much, but I am going to take the Commanders here on the road. I'll lay the I'll take the points. Yeah. and I think they cover the number. I'm with you. It is a very tepid selection. And, and look. Look, you also got to give it up a little bit for the Commanders. You know, they've been playing all year without some of their best defensive pieces. And I thought they battled last week. I thought they, they their defense primarily has been okay this year. I, I'm And I also, you know what, Brian Robinson, it's more than just the story and what happened to him. He adds a physical element, and now they can use Antonio Gibson the right way. I, I'm going to take the point. Hey, Terry McLaurin's the top receiver in the league, gets no love from anybody, and I don't know why. Now he's getting paid like it. Yeah. But he makes plays every single week. Niners laying one and a half at the Rams. Okay, so I've been on the Niner train for a long time, and I am not getting off of this train just because they lost the game last week to Kansas City. And you know what? Maybe that is the Jimmy Garoppolo effect. I'm not really sure. But for whatever reason, during the regular season, Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. Their defense is going to get after Matthew Stafford, the offensive line of the Rams, I am not a believer in. It's horrific. Sorry, they don't run the ball. They don't try to run the ball. And Matthew Stafford kind of looks like that quarterback that we saw in Detroit a few years ago, as opposed to the one that we saw last year. I'm taking the Niners. I'm with you. And and look, out of the bye week, what are these fixes? Well, you're not going to find a new left tackle. You know, you're not going to be – all of a sudden, you're not going to find a running game. And I think what what you said is it's true. Sometimes it's two plus two does equal four. The Niner front against that O line and this Rams offense are the is the Rams offense all of a sudden gonna come out firing? I, I don't I don't see it. Plus it's the second week they get McCaffrey, bigger install. We might be walking into it, but I'm taking the Niners. I'm with you. I can't touch the Rams. They are radioactive. Seahawks minus three hosting. The New York football giants. Yeah, it's a great story. And Brian Dable's got to be odds on favor for coach of the year right now, even though Nick Sirianni's team is, uh, you know, 6 and 0. But the fact that he's done this and re- reborn or has rebirthed, I guess you would say, Daniel Jones is amazing. But so, so is, uh, you know, Pete Carroll and uh, Geno Smith. I think there is a little bit of juice out there. The 12s. I've got to be excited. They're getting more than they thought they were going to get. They're playoff. So I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks here, and I'll lay the three points. I, I'm with you. I love my G-men. Oh, wow. Dayball's been incredible, but I, I got to fade him. It's similar to the Jets. You don't get to have it your way every week. And the Giants, I'm not being insulting. They've been very fortunate, which is a polite word for lucky. Winning in Seattle's brutal, and I'm telling you, man, Seattle's going to be that team on wild card weekend I don't think anybody wants a piece of. I will take the sea chickens. 
Uh, we we go to Monday night. This is very special. Celebrity Monday night football. Our man Boomer on the Manning cast. I'm not supposed to say that until Monday. Whoops. <laughs> Bengals minus three and a half at Cleveland. Thank you, Eddie Scazzeri. Uh, go ahead. And no Jamar Chase, hip That's injury. That's right. He's out. He's probably going to be out for at least four weeks with a hip injury. They're probably going to put him on the IL. Hey, for me, uh, look, I think the Bengals have found their mojo. Their defense is good, man. I, people do not even give that defense any love. They don't give up a lot of points in the second half. Joe Burrow has found his game. He still has T. Higgins. He still has Joe Mixon. He still has Tyler Boyd. I am not worried about this offense. Uh, they will put up a big number here. I am, of course, taking the Bengals. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Yes. Make this the dinner game. Brownies. I thought the dinner game was uh I want this to be the, the dinner game. I didn't know you were on the Manning cast. Can't say that till Monday. Uh, come on. <laughs> make this the dinner game. I want the Browns. I want the Browns. Divisional desperate dog delight plus dessert on you. Let's go. Okay. Browns. Three and a half. That's the dinner game. Those are the picks. Best of the best, next, final word, coaching malpractice, all of it.